Hello, my name is Reverend Casey Carbone, and you're listening to a sermon provided by the First Presbyterian Church at Mayopac. We are currently worshiping on Sundays at 10 a.m., both on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. We hope that this message provides you with a source of encouragement and allows you to grow more deeply in your faith as we all continue to seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. Our reading for today comes to us from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 21, verse 23 to 32. I invite you now, if you are able to, open up and follow along at home in your Bible, or feel free to close your eyes and listen as we hear God's Word speak to us today. When he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven? Or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And Jesus said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not, but later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same and said, Son, will you go to the vineyard? And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you please pray with me? Almighty God, we give you thanks. And as we meditate upon your holy word from this reading from the Gospel of Matthew, may we be reminded, O God, that it's not too late, that we still have an opportunity to go out and live according to your will, to follow in the life-giving footsteps of your Son, Jesus Christ, to be a voice for the voiceless, a hope for the hopeless, to be justice for those who have not received justice. So God bless the meditation of our hearts, the meditation of our lips this morning. We pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
I'd like you to do something, which is to think of a time when someone asked you to do something and you told them no, but at some point had a change of heart and did what it was they asked of you. I guess the same is true though. And you could also flip that question on on its head, right? You could flip it to mean, or you, you could flip it in a way where you could ask, well, think of a time when you asked someone to do something and they said no and they they later did it. Can you come up with an example? The phrase that comes to my mind as we think about these things is better late than never, the saying goes. And this morning, Jesus preaches this word that we so desperately need to hear. Jesus preaches. He brings the word. He says that actions speak louder than words. We can talk about faith. We should talk about faith, but we can talk about it and talk about God until we are blue in the face. But if our conduct, if our lives, if our love for God, if our sense of justice, God's justice, if our sense of God's mercy does not align with that of God, then we're hypocrites. We're hypocrites. Jesus is telling us that we need to step up our game. We have to step up. That if you, if we are not going out doing the life-giving work of God, the kingdom-building work of God, then we need to start doing so. The good news, though, is that there is still time. There is still time for us to do our part. Friends, the sun hasn't set The day is still ahead of us. Again, better late than never. So are we up for the task? As a a hospital chaplain, I, I had a few of these better late than never moments. And I can recall stopping by to see a patient before I left one day. You, you know those long days that we all have, and it was one of those days, and I was ready to go home, but figured I, I would just stop in and, and for a short visit, since I didn't get to see them during my usual shift. We chatted for a while, we read a psalm, said a prayer, and before I left, they thanked me for visiting them. The next morning when I came in, I heard that they passed. In this instance, the showing up late instead of not showing up at all meant that a patient could get their last thoughts out, their last feelings out. They could say a prayer. They could do whatever else they wanted to then that day, knowing that someone and many others cared about them. Showing up meant something. It might not be world changing but it was enough for someone who was alone it was enough for someone who was alone in a hospital not sure what tomorrow would bring jesus knows that faith is a critical part of life that it's one of those things that does sustain us and that the words that we use to describe such faith give a form give a shape to how we understand God, the world, our communities that we live in, and how we understand ourselves. 
though theology, the language we use to talk about our beliefs in God, can only take us so far. There's a call to action in Jesus' teaching this morning. Sure, we all love someone who's enthusiastic, and they all have the right words. They know what to say. They say that they'll get the job done, and they paint this wonderful picture of what that would look like. But if they don't complete the task, if they don't do what they say they are going to do, if they don't say, or if they don't do what they say they believe, their words are mute. They become a a moot point. They're empty. They're vain. The same is true for us. Yes, let our theology, our understanding of God take a precedence in our hearts and our lives. It is important. But if those words and convictions don't translate to real-world implications, then something's wrong. With so much that is at hand, our lives cannot ring empty. They need to sound forth with a prophetic action. They need to sound forth with the life-giving love, the justice of God. Because if we think we're worthy, if we think we've done our part, friends, we're in for a rude awakening. Because Jesus says countless others are living out the call in ways that align more closely with the heart of God than what we're doing now. For those of us who think we're worthy or that we've done enough. Jesus holds up a mirror. Jesus holds up a mirror and asks us to take a closer look at ourselves. That's what Jesus is doing this morning in the reading as he encounters the religious leaders in the temple. That's what Jesus does as he tells the story of two brothers who represent the people who viewed themselves as pious, people who were holier than thou, and a parable that represented the people who the pious deemed as outsiders, the people who were deemed not worthy. And you know what Jesus does? Do you know what Jesus does? He holds up that mirror and he says, yeah, it's not you. You're not, you're not the ones I'm talking about. Or you're not the ones who you think you are. You're not the ones who are worthy. The ones who did the will of the Father, those are the ones you rejected. Those you rejected are the ones doing the work of God. As Jesus asks his adversaries to find themselves within this short parable, we too are asked where we see ourselves responding to the call of God. The religious leaders know which brother they are, which brother they represent based on their failure to respond to John the Baptist preaching. And we know which brother, quote unquote, we are based on how we respond to God's voice. God's voice that cries out to us this very day. Cries that resound from around the world. Cries that resound from out west where the earth, the good, good earth, is on fire. God's voice that cries out to us that resounds from the homeless and the hungry. The cry that resounds from all the corners where we have failed to stand up and love and protect our sisters 
and our brothers. Friends, believing means that we have to make a decision. We have to make a decision. We have to decide who we are in this parable about two brothers. Do we see ourselves as being people who place our trust and hope that Christ will work with what we offer? That even if we come late to the game, there is something to be found? Or will we instead turn to what we know or think we know? The false promises of power that only end up calling, causing strife and hurt, apathy, division, abuse. The answer to this question is something Jesus knows. Jesus knows what is written upon our hearts. But still, I want us to take a brief moment to pause And I want you to imagine yourself in front of Jesus. And imagine Jesus asking you the question of which of the two did the will of his father? How would you respond to that? But more importantly, how would you respond to the subtle or not so subtle question of who are you in this parable? Take a moment now, a short moment, and you can do so afterwards to answer that question. You don't have to share where you placed yourself in this parable with those who may be curious. But do know that there is grace That there is good news, even if we painted ourselves as the brother who said yes, yet never went. The good news is that there's still time. There's still time. There's hope that if we haven't started merging our life and faith, we can do so now. And that this blending of life and faith is what enables us as the church to be a public witness. It is what compels us to cook for the hungry, build homes for the homeless, speak up for the welfare of all the people God would have asked us to care for. There's time. Time to live into the good news and the resurrection life of Jesus Christ. And that time is now more than ever. The church of Jesus Christ, the church of God... It's a beautiful thing. It's made up of sinners who, by the grace of God, become saints. Tax collectors, prostitutes, Gentiles, you and I make up this community. This beautiful community. The body of our living God. So let's get rolling. Let's start. Let's start acting as living witnesses whose hearts the Holy Spirit transformed. Better late than never. Better late than never, and there's no time like the here and now to do God's work. Let it be so, friends. Amen. Thanks again for listening, and we will hold you in prayer as we head into a new week. 
If you'd like to learn more about our church and ministry, or if you'd like to learn how you can support us, you can visit our website at mayopacchurch.org. Until next week, God bless.